Here we go. Let's go to God's Word. In a series called A Kid Again, and uh, it's not something I've ever preached before. Now, I have God's Word, so I preach God's Word and preach through God's Word a lot of it. But I've never had a focus like I do right now on this particular subject matter, a kid again. Here I am, 61, okay? If you'd say, hey, do a message on being a kid again, I'd be like, how about you go, go away, okay? But uh, it's something I've been learning. I've been learning. A lot of the crap we go through, a lot of our personality, a lot of the struggle goes back to when we were a kid. Whether you believe it or not, I care less. But the bottom line, a lot of our struggle goes back to when we were a kid. It's really important that kids get loved when they're young. And they get loved, they get instruction. But so often, kids, kids get the shaft. And then some parents, they raise their children, and maybe I was guilty of this. I can't remember. But you almost want to raise your kids to, you know, get them to grow up quicker. We'll dress them up. We'll make them like little adults. You know what? It'd be nice if you just let them be a kid right now. Yeah, praise the Lord. Yeah, thank the Lord. I think you want to. I think it'd be good. Let's thank the Lord. I think it'd be good if you let them be a kid right now. Okay? And they need that. They need that nurture. But what happens... We can get hurt in our childhood. Divorce hurts children. Okay? Hurts them. Screwing around on your husband or your wife. Thinking it's about you. And these kids don't matter. They do matter! And I was one of them. I grew up in a home like that. Where mom and dad fought and didn't love each other and didn't care for one another. That was the home I grew up in. And Mama ran off with this other fella. That other fella later murdered my mother. Pain happens. Kids need a mom and a daddy to love them. Y'all hear me? So you got a pastor that's screwed up. All right? You're not supposed to say that. I can, I'm going to say it. All right? We want a pastor that's got it all together. You know, I've come to find out that's a lie. People don't want that. They'd like to have somebody that could talk to them. And tell them things that they could understand. And so, I know what it feels like to struggle. I know what it feels like to struggle with my relationship with God, my Father. You're a pastor. You're not supposed to struggle. Well, you're a crazy person. I do struggle. If you'd have told me years ago that God, Gary, is your daddy, I would have said, you're a kook. See, I didn't know God that way. I was a saved man. I was a pastor. I was a Christian. But I didn't have the close relationship with God. I tried to do the right thing. I tried to bear up under pressure, which I don't think these are bad things. I tried to to do as much as I could on my own. It's a wonder I didn't lose my mind. The whole time, God wants to help me. God wants to love me. He wants me to cast all my care upon Him. If you know the Scripture, say it with me. Because I what? Care for you. And so that's what this series is. It's me trying to lead you to be like that little child that Jesus picked up in His arms. And He said, this is the greatest in the kingdom. He wasn't saying babies are the best. That's not what He was saying. He was saying, right here. This little one-year-old or two-year-old or three-year-old, it would have been a small child he picked up. 
And he said, unless you have the faith of a little child, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. He wants us to have that kind of trust in him. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? A little kid is two years old, three years old. Their daddy might not have two nickels to rub together. Their daddy might not have good, clean clothes. I don't know. Their daddy might smell. But that little joker, that's his daddy. And he don't see that. He sees that's his hero. He sees that's who takes care of me. That's what that little one sees. But see, you and I, we've grown up. And we're big shots now. And we, don't, we, don't, we, we can't comprehend God like this. That you mean you want me to have the faith of a little child? You want me to be your little kid? That's what God wants out of us. He's not hurting us. He'll always do good for us. Do y'all hear me or not? Say. And so this series. So today we're going to pick it up again. It's called A Kid Again. And let's see what we can find. Roger, you've got to push me harder than you did the first service. you as slow as a mole's hole. I'm telling you, man. Come on. Let's go. Let's go to Word this morning. A kid again. Today's title, would you say it with me? Believing God is... Now, can't y'all are sort of weak on me. One more time. I have another audience to compare you to, the first one. Let's do it again. The title. Believing God is good. Is God good, yes or no? And we say that. Well, God's good. God's good. But you know what? And we say all the time. But a lot of times, we don't really believe that. You know who does believe it? That little kid believes that about his daddy and his mama. All that little kid knows is uh, we go into McDonald's. That's all they know. And I've been having time with Shore. And Elise and Wilson are right there. And uh, been having time with a little Shore. Now, all Shore, man, she's excited because she can do this. Oh, yeah. And I'll do that. And she'll do that. She's happy. But we grow up as adults and we're not happy because we've had stuff happen. But what God is trying to get through to us and say is, you can be happy. You can be happy at 61. You can be happy at 85. You're going to see me before long. It would be good if you get to know me a little bit better. Amen? So a kid again. A kid again. Believing God is good is the message today. And now we'll roll. So believing God is good, but he put a little word under God. What's that word? What's that word? You're not a kook for thinking that God is your daddy. Someone you can get close to. Someone you can trust. Someone you can believe in. Someone that you know regardless. He'll never throw you out. Okay? And that no matter what happens in your life, no matter if bad comes into your life, or somebody does bad to you, God never did that. Because he's my daddy. He's the one that's going to help me out of this mess. You hear me or not? So that's what we're talking about. Here's what we've laid this uh, series on. We backed it up with this set of scriptures. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the what? And the daughters of God. You've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. 
We've made church like that. If you don't do right, if you don't give your money, if you don't do this, you don't do that. What the heck? We, he didn't save us to scare us to death. You hear me or not? No. No, you, you've received the spirit of what? Did we learn what adoption is last week? And if you didn't, I'm going to hit you in the head with it again. It's coming. I've adopted you. You belong to me. Therefore, we cry what? Abba, Father. That was one of our messages. That literally means Daddy. We're His child. You're my dad. Keep going. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we're His what? We're His children. No, I'm grown now. I'm not His kid now. You His kid? Shut up. You're his kid. Yeah, you don't know, man. I'm, I'm this old. Listen, he's from everlasting to everlasting. You just this old. He's big. God's big, man. And you're little. If we're his children, say it with me, then we're what? We're his heirs. And we're heirs of God. And we're what? Join heirs with who? With Christ. If so be we suffer with Him, yeah, life's hard down here sometimes. How many had some hard life down here? Had some hard life? He didn't say you won't. It's going to be hard. But I'm going to tell you one day, you're going to be glorified with me. But right now, right now, I want to be your dad. I want to be your daddy. And I want you to be like that little child. That really looks up to his dad. Thinks his dad hung the moon. What? I can't help but think of my daughter, Elise. She's sitting right in front of me. But Elise worked for many years as Center for Abuse and Rape. And when she had her baby, sure, she took time away from work and she ain't gone back since. I mean, she is smitten by that little baby. But there were many times she was working at Center for Abuse and Rape. And I remember times when not only just the, a young lady was raped, but both the mother and the child was raped by somebody. And my daughter was the one that did the counseling and trying to help them. And she would call me many times just crying on the phone. And she would say stuff like this. I'd hear her crying. And she just could hardly speak. She would go, thank you. Thank you for being my daddy. Thank you for raising me. Thank you. We had a good life. We had a good life. That's what God wants to do for you. He wants to be there for you. And you might say, Gary, you're just, you're, you're spooky. I ain't spooky. Okay, And she's trying, her and Wilson are trying to give that kind of home to shore, right? And Elise would tell me this also. She said, it's not hard for me to trust God. She would tell me, you made it easy. Now, what does that mean? I'm not bragging on me, but I'm saying when you are a good father, or at least you try to do good by your children, it makes it easier for them to have a relationship with Jesus. Y'all hear me or not? 
But most of us didn't have that. I'm just being honest, guys. We didn't have that. Yeah, but Daddy went to church. That doesn't mean Daddy was a good Daddy. I'm going to say something. I hope it don't get me in trouble, Kim. But Kim struggled as a kid. Is that true? Struggled with a relationship with Dad. And there's Mom sitting right next to her. Okay? Kids do that. But we're driving down the road yesterday, and Kim said to me, you said one thing your dad would tell you is this. You need to grow up. It might seem like it's, not, it's a bad thing to say to a kid. You need to grow up. And I'm certain that certain things we do aren't right. I get that. But God's just not talking to you like that. Y'all hear me or not? Now, I'm not saying He doesn't see your sin and your faults, but, but God wants to patiently help you. Got it? Okay? Is that okay, Kim? Did I handle that with grace? Thank you. Let's go to the Scriptures. Keep going, Raj. This is why we're so long. He just talks so much. Would you say this out loud? God wants me to hear and to know that I'm His what? Wilson's mom is here today, and you've run a child care. Do you have infants? Infants to what age? To 13. How many years have you been doing it? 32 years. Can we thank the Lord for a crazy woman? I bet you've seen a lot, haven't you? I bet you've seen a lot of bad parenting, haven't you? Have you seen, have you seen children that come there and might, that might be the only time they have some love? It'll break your heart, won't it, sweetie? Well, God wants it to be where we have that all the time. That we have Him as our daddy. That's what we're talking about. He wants me to know that I'm his child. Say this out loud with me. God wants to give voice to the child inside of me, inside my what? Inside my heart. He wants me. The Bible says, if thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and it says this, and believe in your what? Heart. God wants to get down inside of you where you live. Some of us have been left in relationships. It can make you feel like dirt. How many would raise a hand and say that's a truth? God wants to be inside your heart. And for you to hear that voice. I hurt with you. I'm sorry you went through that. And I will never leave you like that. You hear me? That's what God wants to get across to you and me. God's Spirit speaking to my spirit causes me to what? Causes me to rise up. So this isn't kooky, buddy. This is good stuff. We talked about adoption last week. What does adoption mean? What did the judge say to me from the courtroom that day when I adopted two little girls? He said this, Mr. Clark, do you realize these children are your own blood? So we taught on adoption last week. Would you say, this is who you are to God? Pop it back up, Raj. Say it out loud. This is who you are to God. As a believer in Christ, as a child of God, say it with me. I am what? I'm God's own blood. He gave His Son for me. I am in Christ. 
It's not a list of rules that made me this. He put me in this family. He placed me as a son or a daughter. Most of us don't know that. We've been taught, if you do this, you're going to hell. You're going to hell without you doing anything else. Unless you put your faith in Christ. Do you hear me or not? Say, it's not the rule keeping that keeps you from going to hell. It's the blood of Jesus that keeps you from going to hell. Amen? And now you are, you've been bought by His own blood. You're His own blood. That's what the judge told me. He didn't know he's preaching. What else did he tell me? These kids are my responsibility. So say that out loud. You've been adopted by God. Say it out loud. I am what? I thought it's my responsibility to keep my salvation. Amen. It's not my responsibility to keep my salvation. We've, taught, we've messed up this doctrine in the church. It's not true. Well, wait a minute. What if I sin? Can I take, let's take a poll real quick. Be careful of your answer. You're in church. How many, big or small, you sin this week? We can't keep. When is too much? When's not enough? It's His blood that saves us. I'm His responsibility. How different our life would be when we go through problems knowing that my daddy cares for me. I'm not alone. I'm not alone even though I am alone at the house. Maybe that's you. I'm not alone. He loves me. He's with me. I'm His responsibility. He's going to take care of me. How many in this room, you hit rock bottom at your life one time, you had nothing? Can I see some hands? You had nothing. Is that the truth? Are you ready? Are you telling me the truth? How many with, with hands would say, I ain't there no more? Come on, I got some. I'm all right. Let's thank the Lord. Come on, God's been... He will take care of you. This is who He is. And the third thing in adoption, the judge told me, these kids are, are my heirs. They're joint heirs with your young'uns. That's what being adopted is. Say that out loud. I am what? And I'm joint heirs with who? That's what adoption means in the Bible. You're His blood. You're His responsibility. And you're His heir. Well, then why do you keep acting so grown? Why won't you humble yourself as a little child? And whatever time you got left, be his kid. You hear me? And I'm a big joker saying this. It must come across like I'm a lunatic. I am God's little boy. He loves the snot out of Gary. And I didn't grow up with that kind of love. And I've struggled with it most of my life. I'm tired of struggling. Would you say that out loud? I'm, I'm tired of struggling. And He don't want me to struggle. He wants to love me. Let's sing the song. I'm, if you're here for the first time, you're, you're going to have an opinion of me when you leave. That's for sure. Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible 
tells me so. Little ones to Him belong. They are weak, but He is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. I'm adopted. What about today's message? We're halfway home. Hang in there. How a mother cares for her children is a picture of how God cares for me. I have to admit, some of my thinking about how God loves me has been brought home by how Elise loves Shore. That's my first grandbaby. I never seen this before. I don't remember. And sometimes I'll leave and I'll think that's how God loves me. She and him do everything for that little kid. That's been the story of my life. God's done everything for me. You hear me or not? God, you hear me say it all the time. Who gets the credit for this building? Who gets it? God gets the credit. I just got to be there for the ride. Like a little kid at a candy store. Did you know every Tuesday I meet with Alex? He's our administrator. And I go over the finances with him. I've done it for 20 years. That's what I do on Tuesday. I'm that way. I go over other things. A lot of Tuesdays, I sit there with tears in my eyes. How is it that we can have a church and you can pass some bags? (laughs) And he takes care of us. Is that crazy? You know how proud I am to be his child? To stand before y'all and say, our fall festival is free. Because my daddy is making it all happen. He's bankrolling the thing. Y'all hear me or not? Don't you want that kind of relationship with the Lord, yes or no? Amen. Gosh, it's good, man. See that? Look at that. Look at that goose. Look at those little chickens. What are they? What are they called? Huh? Oh, it's a swan. I'm sorry. I'm from the country. They, everything's a chicken up there. We'll eat it. We'll eat it, man. Okay, anyway, sorry. I mean, I don't know what to call them. So what do you call little swans? Huh? They're what? Signets? I don't know nothing about any of this mess. <laughs> and I don't believe you either. I must just say it right now. <laughs> Where's the scripture for that picture? Where's the scripture? Let's get back to the Bible. Jesus speaking to the Pharisees, to the religious leaders. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you that kill the prophets. You that stone those that are sent to preach the word. 
How often? Say it with me. I would have what? Gathered your children together. Say it with me. As a hen does gather her brood under her. And you what? That's a word for the church today. That's a word for us today. Many of you might be being challenged today by me saying that God's your daddy, that you're his little kid. This is who God wants you to be. Pop that picture back up, Roger. That's who God wants you to be. But you're so big and bad. You're the big swan. See, because you've grown. And because of that attitude, you can't crawl under those wings. You're stepping on mama. And God wants, he picked, Jesus picked up that little kid and said, unless you humble yourself like this little child, you're not even going to have a clue of what living for me and knowing me in a real way even is. God wants that to be a picture of who we are. Did we get that? I got to go, Raj. You're slow. <laughs> Believing God is good, that daddy's good to me. All things... Uh, And we know that all things what? Work together for good to them who love. To them who are the what? When we love God, we see the things that happen to us through a different lens. Is that true? When we have a relationship with God our Father, we don't see you're picking on me. We see you've got me. When bad stuff happens in your home, you don't say, I can't make it. You go, I can make it because you're with me. See the difference? That's what I want to be a kid again. You can take all things and work them together for my good. I don't know about you guys, but I've had some bad stuff in my life. My mother was murdered. I was married 28 years. I'm just throwing a couple in there. And my family, I was hurt real bad in relationship. Been hurt a lot of ways. But as I look back on my life, growing up like I did, whatever it might be, not having a soul at my ball game, not even knowing how I'm going to get to practice or get home, not even knowing I belonged, when I look back over my life, I wouldn't have changed a thing. I wouldn't have changed a thing. You mean, you wouldn't have changed growing up in a different home? No. You wouldn't have changed the murder of your mother? What's wrong with you, Gary? It's crazy! Not from where I am now. I wouldn't change it. Because mama would have probably just been an old woman to me. I would have loved her, but she wouldn't have been my hero. She's my hero because of the way she was killed for her faith. She helped make me the man I am today. And that's what being a kid again, God, you've been good to me. You've been good to me. You didn't, you didn't cause that to happen to mama. You made me a better man because of it. I didn't know how to be a dad. I didn't know how to be a daddy. I didn't have one like that.
But because of this, and you, you help me be a good daddy. You hear me today? God's been dealing with me in my heart lately to be a good husband to Kim. And I'm trying. God wants you to know through me that He loves you. Kim. Hear me? I know y'all think I'm crazy, don't you? I want you to think about that. Because see, if I changed my childhood or I changed this, well, that's not how it works. And that means you're not going to be who you are and where you are today. So how many of you would say that? How many would you say today? I know I've had hard times. It's been tough. But from my vantage point right now, I wouldn't have changed a thing. Anybody want to raise a hand with me? I want to change a thing. Why? Because of Romans 8.28. He works things out for our good. Is that true? Nothing's more important to a Christian's peace of mind than absolutely knowing the following. That all things of every description that touches his or her life are overruled by God for their what? What, God, what Satan meant for evil in my life. Finish the scripture if you know it. God meant for what? Good. Only he can do that. You think your rule keeping is going to get it done. By giving up my offering plate. No, you'll have this kind of insight when you get to know who your daddy is. All things in the Christian life might not be good, and they aren't. But God is able, say this next word with me, to what? How many would say God played the harmonica in your life? Anybody like that? He harmonized my life. And he can make those things work together for our ultimate good. Hope you don't feel sorry for me. I don't go around town going, oh, feel sorry for me. I'm pastor of Fellowship Church. I go around town like this. Hey, my name's Pastor Gary Clark, two, hour, two R's. Spell my name right. I did a wedding last night. Did I do your wedding? And I introduced myself as Pastor Gary Clark, Fellowship Church. And then I said this, this is my town. Some of them were complete strangers I'd never met. God has given me a confidence and a peace that I am His. Amen? And I want you to have that. I ain't got all this down pat, but I'm learning. God wants us to be conformed to the what? That's this next verse. Whom He foreknew, He predestinated us to be conformed to the image of His what? See, He sees you as a son, as a daughter. That He might, that Jesus, Jesus was the, did you, how did Jesus come? To this earth. How did he come? He came as a what? As a baby. He grew up as a what? As a child. But even when he was 33 years old, in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus is saying this, Daddy, if it's your will, let this cup pass from me. On the cross... Daddy, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing, Dad. 
Is that true? That's the life he wants you and I to have. Whether you're little or whether you're 33, he's your daddy. Whom he foreknew, he predestinated us to be conformed to the image of his son. Keep going, Raj. I know this is a long message because I put my heart into it. It's what the problem is. Letting my emotions get me today. How can we know that God is actively working all things together for our good? How can we know this? Because in our Christian life, there are three steps that are right here in this verse. Moreover, whom God did predestinate, he what? And whom he what called, then he also what? And whom he justified, he what? There are three steps to adoption. You're his, his blood. You're his responsibility. You're his heir. There are three steps in God conforming you to, his, to be his son or his daughter. Number one, he's called you. He's called you. He's placed you. You're his child. That'll never change. And now he's summoned you. He's given you what? He's given you what? Well, no, I earned it. You ain't earned nothing. You're a lunatic. He chose to make you his son or daughter. Because he loves you. Step two. I've been what? I've been justified. I've been declared righteous, not guilty because of Jesus Christ what? Blood. I'm in the family. Got it? Step three. I'm glorified. What does that mean? God is conforming me right now into the image of his son. God is proud of me today. He's proud of me at drawing a line and standing back over here today going, Dad, I wouldn't change the thing. You took all the crap. Ha! And you turned it out pretty good, Dad. That's the steps of the Christian life. Y'all hear me? And you're still in that last one, aren't you? But that called and that justified, you can check that off. <laughs> Amen. When you put your faith in Christ. Six questions, Roger. Just give us the questions and we're done. How can I believe God is good? How can I know that God is good? There's six questions that follow these verses. What shall we then say to these things? That's question number one. What shall I say to the fact that God's adopted me? I mean, I'm his own blood, I'm his responsibility, I'm his heir, he's called me, I'm justified. He's, even as I speak, he's glorifying his name and he's helping me as I live my life. What shall I say to these things? Say it with me out loud. Hallelujah! Say it loud! Thank you! That's what we ought to say to question one. Ha! Can you believe this? Question number two. If God before me... Who can be against me? That's, that's how that little child looks up at Daddy. Shore looks at, at Wilson like nobody's business. That's her Daddy. Her first words were what, Wilson? Dada. She still ain't saying Mama at all, is she? Little bit. But Dada, no problem, right? Wonder why it is children's first words are usually Dada. I don't know. You'll have to ask him someday. 
If God is for me, who can be against me? That little girl, when her daddy's there and her mama, she don't have a care in the world because they got it. Yes or no, amen? That's your daddy. Question number three. How shall God not with him, with Jesus, also freely give us all things? Look at the first part. God spared not his own son, but he delivered him up for every one of us. How shall he then not take care of us? You hear me or not? You've got to believe that. How many didn't think you were going to make it? You just didn't think you were going to make it in life. You just didn't think you were there. You were hurting, man. I'm going to make it. You made it, didn't you, sweetie? Buddy boy, you made it, didn't you, son? He's going to take care of you. Question number four. You've got to believe God is good. Shall anyone, shall, who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Who, who can do anything? Who, what demon, what, what, angel, what, what uh, fallen angel can ever come against me in the court of God's law when he has made me his son? Did you hear me or not? Who's going to lay anything to my char- charge against me? You're not good enough, Gary. You don't, you don't speak good enough. You don't, you don't do it right. Who gives a hoot? Talk to my daddy. Amen or oh me. We've been declared righteous, not guilty before Jesus Christ. Did you, you know that's who you are because of your daddy? Number five. Who is he that's going to condemn me? How many lived a life, a good bit of your life, under condemnation? Anybody want to raise some hands? Condemning yourself, being guilty, feeling guilty. That's bull, baby. Got it? Nobody can condemn me. I'm my daddy's boy. I'm blood-bought. I'm in the family. Got it? Number six. Question number six. Would you say that out loud with me? Who shall what? Who can do that? You say, well, you've had trouble in your life. So tribulation, did that separate you from him? Nope. Distress? Nope. Persecution? Nope. Famine? Nope. Nakedness? Uh-uh. Peril? No. How about death? Is death going to separate me from God? No. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? You don't have any victory over me because I'm a child of the king. I'm a son of God. You're a daughter of God. Have I driven you crazy today? Let's read this out loud. Let's just read it out loud and I'll quit if y'all go with me. Here we go. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Help me. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in who? Can we thank the Lord for the word? I'm shot. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen.